Well, guys, we had a very interesting discussion today about polygamy. We were able to also hear from a well-respected member of the Gambian community who is um, in a polygamous marriage and has three wives. So hearing his take and um, some of the advice he shared with young men who are interested in getting into polygamy, I think it was um, very insightful and we got to learn a lot. And um, so I'll just um, pass it on to you, Al Mary, to tell us what are your takeaways from, from this episode? Um, thank you, Anna. My really, my big takeaway, I think, would um, would be um, one, Nafi's um, point of view to say that actually Islam um, requires you, well, not requires, but at least uh, requires you to um, ask your first wife, per se, or your spouse, um, if it was okay to almost, it's it's almost like you're asking for permission if, if she's okay and to get into that, that marrying that second wife. And then the other takeaway was really um, an eye opener for me when the guy spoke, the guy we interviewed, that um, for him, why it was easier for his marriage or it's his situation is he married, um, you know, women that came from polygamy. So um, I never thought of it like that, like, oh, OK, well, that makes sense because they understand it. You know, somebody like me that didn't come from that type of family and upbringing um, obviously would be more difficult if you had to marry somebody like me into that. So and then, you know, obviously with his resources, he could, um, you know, finance for all of them to have their own separate homes and cars and et cetera. Um, but it was just a, a different point of view, which I just never thought of. Um, that you could, you know, obviously you have that choice and that option to just say, you know what, I'm going to marry everybody that came from a um, polygamy um, environment or family. So those are my two big takeaways. And that just means that, um, you know, in the future, when I hear that, instead of quickly judging, I'll get to understand a little bit more of the dynamics um, to say, okay, well, that might be the reasoning, but at the end, it doesn't change the fact. I think this just reiterates the fact that um, it's one of those practices that I am, you know, definitely um, not in favor of because I know at the end of the day, I know what the effect um, it is uh, could do to children um, and the kids in the marriage. You cannot say that they're all treated equally and they're all fine. That's just impossible. And I know there's jealousy and all and et cetera. But those are my takeaways. So it was great conversations. Nafi? For sure. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, this one was definitely a heavy conversation, I guess, for all of us around, just because culturally there is a lot invested. We all have families and friends and people we know who might have practiced this. So it um, definitely... Um, hits home or close to home to, to be having these types of conversation. My takeaway for this episode is that I am glad that we started the discussion on what true polygamy is supposed to be like, because I feel like obviously it's been muddled quite a bit by culture and practices that we do that we have accepted and made normal. You know, we've normalized certain practices around polygamy, which is not how it was intended uh, um, Islamically. So I'm glad that we 
are starting to talk about it because it could be perhaps some of our men folk do not know that that's not how you go by doing it. It's just maybe something that they have seen throughout the years that it was done that way. So they ended up doing it the same way. So this opens up doors for conversation as to what is the rightful way to actually, you know, uh, practice polygamy and, and from the man's view and from the woman's view. Another thing that I took away from it was, you know, the psychological impact that this one man's action may have on the family is also something we don't talk about, you know, um, most of the time we don't talk about mm -hmm. the, the psychological baggage that it creates, the resentment it creates within mm -hmm. the family itself, within women, within children of different moms, just overall, it, it sometimes carries a lot of stress. So I, that was an interesting takeaway point um, to talk about it. But overall, you know, we all as women on this platform have our opinions on various things. And this happens to be one of those where, you know, we may not, in my, in my, in my, uh, um, from, from my point of view is that I want us to leave this conversation not having vilified anybody. Right. If you, if you are a person who truly prescribes to polygamy, we're saying make sure you're doing it the way Islam prescribes it. And we all live in Gambia and we have all heard and seen that it hasn't been done that way in, in all cases. So that's what we're saying. If, that's, if it rocks your boat, hey, go with it. If you're a woman who is comfortable being in polygamy, mm -hmm. that's, also, that's also great. You can rock with it, you know? But what we are saying is that it's not an all or nothing type of deal. There are people in between that are stuck in it because culture has pushed them and has, um, you know, shoved it down their throat that they should accept it in order to be good Muslims. So we're trying to shed light on what is Islamically said about it and what is it that culture pushes on us, which Islamic Islam doesn't. So it's just a matter of conversation and educating one another. Uh, and, and, and I'm glad that's one of the takeaway points for me was that if you're a woman who wants to be in it, that's fine. And if you're a woman who doesn't want to be in it, that is okay as well. So that's my takeaway take uh, point with that is that we shouldn't glamorize. I feel like in our culture, we glamorize polygamy, which is why a lot of people feel the need to do it because it's been glamorized from young women wanting to be number two, number three, number four. You know, we need to make sure we're not doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to be in it, you're in it, but don't pressure people to be in it for the wrong reason. So that's my takeaway point. That's true. Good point. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, guys. Um, yes, I just wanted to wrap it up by just saying that your relationships and your standards are yours to determine and the descriptor you choose for your lifestyle and your relationship style is your business. If you choose monogamy, that's your decision, mm -hmm. or at least it should be your decision. And if you choose polygamy, that also should be your decision. My only, um, uh, I guess, takeaway for me is that when a man is looking for a wife to join his family, he shouldn't shy away from discussing what roles are needed in the family. And this is not to coerce a woman mm -hmm. into a family that doesn't suit her. Rather, it's a way to be transparent about the motivations and begin a discussion 
about if this family is right for her. Mm -hmm. So I think men need to start being more transparent, communicating with the women that they're bringing on board, explaining what is already there. So they, they are coming in with more information and more aware of what situation they're walking into. Mm -hmm. But marriage is a beautiful thing, whether it's polygamy or it's monogamy. We wish everybody to find their voices in their marriages, to respect their spouses and be respected. Um, and as we all know in Islam, being a married woman is part of our deen. So on that note, ladies, until the next session. All right. Good night. Amen. Good night.